Thanks for clicking. You're tuned in to Time In with your host, Ricardo Lungus. With me, as always, is the man who, for some reason, likes to run with scissors, Tommy Crenshaw. How you doing, oh, Tommy? D- yeah, d- d- no, that's uh, racing. It's uh, uh, scissor racing. Scissor racing, that, yeah, that, d- that d- don't sound right. No, Tommy. it started, it's an old tradition, because you always get the ribbon at the end of the run. And uh, they made those ribbons super, like, tight and crazy. And so guys were running into them and bouncing off. And the guy behind them might have been, like, a little, like, had more abs or something like that. And he would break it. And that guy would win. And so it made a lot of people angry. So a lot of people would bring scissors and knives and swords uh, into races. That way, when they got to the ribbon, they could cut it quickly. Because you don't want to race until you're not the first one to win until you actually break the ribbon. And uh, that's how that the tradition started. So it makes a lot of sense. You just you can't come up on a guy and stab him uh, just to take the lead. It doesn't work that way. It's been tried to. Uh, you know, I knew a guy in 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 uh, Bernadadian uh, Islands. Uh, I don't. I'm mispronouncing the name. I'm sure. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's. Uh, that's what hey, that oh, I, oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and uh, I, I would be. I also have to uh, uh, introduce uh, our longtime guest, you know, friend of the show, one one of the greatest human beings that ever lived. You know, he, he he's the master, the master uh, uh, of axe throwing, Mister Anthony North. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, hey, Tommy, uh, uh, Ricardo, uh, Tommy, everybody. I'm all mixed up these days, but man, the axe throw is the one thing I don't get mixed up on. You put a target in front of me, I can hit that thing for 50 yards, 20 yards. It doesn't matter. I can be on a third floor of a, uh, of a building throwing those axes and, uh, you know, it's going to hit the mark. It's a skill that you got to work on and it's all about balance. So, you know, you got to release the axe at just the right point or else, you know, devastating things can happen. You might lose a leg. You might end up, uh, you know, in a one man, uh, ass kick contest. You never really know where it might go, uh, but sometimes, so, sometimes the little kids they start running around. Uh, you know, it makes you a little nervous. You gotta, uh, you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out for the kids. But I mean, I think uh, uh, to me, Tommy, uh, you need to take up uh, axe throwing. Do I? I did, yeah, no, I did. I mean, I went to an axe throwing ball, and uh, you know, it, they, they tell you this: you go into a place like that, you keep your your your, your back to the wall. That's what uh, that's what a, a devil's angel told me. Uh, one of the biker gangs, uh, he said, uh, to keep your back to the wall and just stand with your arms folded. And, and, and But eventually, like, you run out of wall space. You go to the bar and, like, everybody's up against the wall. And you're like, wow, okay, I'm in one of these places. And there's, like, one dude throwing axes. Like, that way, if an axe gets thrown at you, you see it coming. Um, but, uh, but most axe throwing places are full of, like, beta males uh, guys that don't know how to approach women, uh, who are just, uh, they look at an axe and it falls through their hands and it slices through their shoes and then they got bloody feet. Um, I don't know where I'm going with oh, this. Yeah. You got to re- wear the right footwear. You can't be walking in there wearing uh, your, your Jordans or whatever. You gotta, you gotta have on your full. No, no, it's toe. Keds, but beta males, beta males wear Keds. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's the beta male shoe uh, is Keds. Uh, that's true. I mean, that's yeah. true, Tommy. That's it's true. it's the mean, ones that you get the yo-yo with the shoe. You know, they actually yeah, yeah. have a brand now called Beta Males, and, and they look just like Keds, but they're a little bit less expensive. You can find them in the discount aisles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. You put an old like a an old coin, like a, a drachel or a, a drachma, like a penny loafer, but it's like you're, you're trying to be hip. So you put an old coin, but now like guys are stealing those coins, 
steal your shoes. Anyway, yeah, we got a show to talk about here, Kapals. Uh, yeah, we're kind of getting off the rails early on, and so let's kind of get into this one here. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, there's a lot of these coaches out here, I think, trying to walk, see how far the plank goes. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian has been walking this plank for six weeks. I mean, he just took his sixth loss in a row, which is the worst uh, anything Texas has seen since uh, the 1930s. I mean, hey, before anybody was alive, uh, you know, around that part. And they've got some pretty old guides. I mean, yeah, let me some- say this. Is there enough whiskey in Texas? No, bar no line from old Don Henley's on. Ain't enough whiskey in Texas to keep you from crying, please, please, please. That's kind of where I think the state of Texas, Don Henley's from Texas, great Texan. Uh, duh, yeah. So is there enough whiskey in Texas? No, to keep no, there's not even close. I mean, we're going to need to figure out how to open up the canals and start bringing some, bringing some vessels through that, through uh, Austin, Texas. I mean, out in the lake, uh, you know, just fill that thing up with whiskey. Cause right now, this is a guy who just lost to Kansas, the Jayhawks of football and follows it up with a loss to the Mountaineers who don't even belong in the conference. Yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is an embarrassment. And, and the only thing more embarrassing than that is what Dan Mullen's doing in Florida. Oh, having man. to oh, celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Great beating the Baptist of Birmingham Duh, yeah, uh, Sanford, yeah. on a comeback and, and then goes up to Missouri and, and manages to lose to the Tigers and uh, Darth Vader, their uh, uh, their new head coach. I, I one thing I will say, you you lose to Mizzou in the SEC. Yo, yo, yo. It's, it's almost as bad as losing to Vanderbilt. That's I mean, it's almost I mean, it's almost there. At least yeah. you. At no, least yeah. if you lose the you lose the Vanderbilt, you lose lose to somebody who, who who the smart people, the smart kids. You lose yeah. to the smart kids when you lose to Vanderbilt. Mizzou's just just horrible, and, and you just lost to horrible average uh, uh, students. horrible though. I mean, listen to this, Ricardo. Dan Mullen's five and five against Mizzou as head coach of Florida. Oh, that's horrible. That's absolutely yeah, horrible. I mean, you can't. I mean, Mizzou's underrated. They got like a thirteen thousand seat stadium. Uh, which is, uh, you know, you, you know, it's a, it's an intimate. It's like when a band goes into plays a big uh, arena, and then you find them like the next night unannounced in a small little club, and they like that feeling. Sometimes players and coaches like these small. Uh, do, you know, what I think Mizzou should do maybe Vanderbilt. Like they should be able to sell their spots. You have like guys who wait in line to get the the next uh, the, the power phones, or the you know the the. You know, you wait in line for things in the, the, oh, the yeah. DMV, and they sell the spots. It's like a profession now. Where oh, yeah. You say uh, you you come in, and a guy waves his hand. I'll give you. I'll give the spot for hundred bucks. And he goes and goes back in the line. And the, at the end of the day, he's made about twelve grand just oh, from yeah. selling spots, waiting in line. They should do that. They could say, "You want to be in the SEC? We're gonna uh, for for five billion dollars." Uh, we'll let uh, the USC Trojans come in the SEC and be able to sell this spot, right? Oh, yeah. All right, yo, that makes perfect sense to me. I mean, yo, Mizzou, Vandy, uh, what's, uh, what's, who's another one that we can it's, get? It's, it's pretty much it. I mean, well, every once in, in every once in a while, you can South look at Carolina Mississippi, Mississippi, Miss, uh, oh, uh, Mississippi State of Old Miss. Well, no, but they're having good. No, they're having great uh, years. I mean, they're yeah. having a good year this year. But I'm talking about yes, Kentucky I'm talking about and this football. Old, 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 Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky with football, not basketball though. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. We got you. You got to keep Kentucky for basketball. But yo, know, yeah, you you do that. You be like, hey, hey, I sell it. You you sell it right here. You know, we we can send Vandy to the ACC. You know, that oh, that'd yeah, be that's where they move. belong. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be a quick, easy move. They uh, really are an mi- ACC team. And when yeah. you send uh, Mizzou to the Mountain Twelve, because you know it, they they would rack up in the Mountain Twelve, yeah, they would destroy yeah. that conference. The, the, the incest, Yo, the incest conference. Man. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Hey, all I'm saying is that if they did. Yo, we we can move somebody somebody in good, you know. Yo, we, we can maybe build up some other teams, you know. And, 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 you know, and the and the colleges make a little bit of cash. Make a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's of cash. how it should be. Yeah, and, and the Dead Sea would be uh, better for it. So, um, let's let's move on, guys, and let's talk about a game. Uh, the, the one of the biggest falls from grace is uh, the Duckaroonies. The Duckaroonies uh, from Oregon. Hey, hey, I just yeah. want to go on record right now. And say I have never liked Oregon. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I have never liked Oregon. Yeah, I liked Oregon. Uh, uh, I, no, good. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying me, Tommy. I'm talking about me. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm just for the, saying, for those. I'm, okay, let me make yeah, this clear. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. All, right, all I'm saying, yo, Tommy can like Oregon, and they can like uh, uh, Oregon. Other one, I never liked the Ducks. The duck, the, you know, yeah, they, they, you know, they, they can't wear the same uniform two weeks in a row. Where you, where you yeah, miss the fancy cool, pants up there? Who, yeah. I don't like your fancy pants. People that can't wear the same uniform two well, weeks you, in you, a row. You always got to be different. I know, you, got, they, you, hey, you got your duck on the sideline doing, yeah. doing this, doing the stupid push-ups every time they he wasn't score. Wasn't doing any push-ups was, last night. No, he wasn't doing. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, damn right, Anthony. He wasn't doing any, any damn pu- yeah. push-ups because they got just smacked in the face. I'm happy, Beat. and when any time Oregon loses. Uh, 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 oh, Ricardo, he's a happy man. Ducks don't have Ricardo, faces. I'm, I'm happy for you because Oregon got duck slapped and, and it wasn't pretty one bit. I mean, come on. That team got ran over, ran over. Utah ran the so ball happy. about 50, about 50 times to Oregon. Just, uh, you know, it was, it was like watching a, a bad AEW wrestling match. All right. This, this guy, they got bodied. Uh, and, and from the top rope, and it never stopped. I mean, Mario Cristobal couldn't wait to get out of that place. The handshake, I think, was the fastest handshake after a game I've ever seen. All, all I'm up. saying, it, it, like you said, AEW, yo, yo, they got the CM Punk nowadays. Yo, yo, uh, Utah pub on the shoulders, and, and, and Oregon got put to sleep. That's what that's what happened right there. Hey, GTS, baby. That's all. That's all well, I'm they, saying. They, they got yo, rolled it, over. It, it brings tears. It brings tears of happiness to my eyes. That's all I'm saying, guys. They got rolled over by the Utes. A lot of people don't realize what a Ute is. It's an Australian uh, a subterranean vehicle. Like a, it's like an El Camino with like a V8 engine, uh, but it's uh, super nice and fancy, and it's a classy looking vehicle. That they drive all over like sand mines, jumping over crocodiles and, you know, flying in the kangaroos and stuff like that. Hey, it's good for going underground too. You can go underground oh, yeah. in caves, you know, stuff like that. One of them, they're, they're very nice. Got power. They got yeah, power. They got power. So that's what a Ute is. And like, uh, Utah is like the Australia of America. It's like, uh, you just got these, uh, just crazy. Less Mormons. De- Less de- Mormons. De- that, well, that's another one. That's the thing people forget about these guys. A Utes, uh, these guys are like 25, 35, 40, well, not 40, uh, but, uh, they're probably like in the thirties because they do their whole uh, mission, uh, deals where they go across, uh, the world and they're, they're ministering to people and stuff like that. They're doing some good stuff. Um, but they come back and they're big dudes, uh, much older than like the, the, the 17, 18 year olds that are, uh, are playing the game. And, like, what if you, know, you, you had a guy that wanted to stay longer, like a super Mormon, and he was over in, in Papua Nini, uh, Mugoski, uh jungle, wherever, the, you know, and he's 
playing some jungle ball. They made and, some good tea over there. They made good. They made. Really oh, they good made tea the best tea. There. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's tea you savor. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, but you're, you're playing this jungle ball, and these guys are rough and tumble, and nobody knows about them because you know they kill people that come. Yeah. So I guess my my point is is that it was watching organs like watching like a, a, a JUCO or a JV team playing like a NFL team. And that's what they did. And they had, and talk about uniforms, uh, the Utes had some crazy, well, it almost looked like they were Civil War uniform wearing things and uh, the crazy fire helmets. Uh, but what's the deal with the stadium? You see a stadium. You're looking like they, they did this expansion in the, the end zone. It looks like they're trying to do like club seats with like uh, high walls to like to keep yourself distance from the people around you. Uh, I, I don't understand. You're going to be in the end zone, which are the worst seats. If you're close to the field, the end zone are the worst seats in any stadium. Any stadium. You cannot see a thing. You better hope there's a jumbotron or there's some guy with one of those little, like, TVs you buy from the drugstore uh, that's next to you, and he's got, like, a weird hat on, and just he smells like, uh, you know, like uh, a combos, snacks, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm just drawing from personal experiences here, guys. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, go ahead and uh, uh, kind of finish this one off here because I'm kind of trailing in here, pal. Hey, I'll, you know, once again, happy the happy Ducks lost. That's that's all I can say about that. Yo, uh, uh, I want to switch subjects. I want to talk about, about uh, a lesser game, I guess, a game that most people didn't pay attention to. I mean, it's, you know, truly under the radar, but... I, I saw something about that and it really piqued my interest. Uh, you know, University of Southern Mississippi, you know, most people don't think about it. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, wh- whoever does, they're playing Louisiana Tech. Uh, uh, and they did not list a QB on the depth chart. Wait, like, wait, wait, that's just news to me. I, I, wait, they that, didn't list a QB. Wait, which, they, which school, which school did, did, did. The Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles Golden did not Eagles, list yeah. a QB because they have had so many injuries at the QB position this year. They didn't really have a QB to play. They, okay. So, so what they did is they they used two running backs, a DB, and a wide receiver uh, as their as their uh, uh, QBs, and they won thirty five to nineteen. Wow. And guess who one of these QBs was? Who? Frank Gore Jr. Wait, y'all may, y'all may have heard of this play. name. That guy's going to play for 50 years now. Frank Gore. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no. This is Frank Gore Jr., yeah, not, yeah. not, not, not that, Daddy Gore. This yeah, is, but Daddy Gore. So he can play. So Frank Gore, what, what you tell me. when he was 12? <clears throat> what, what you're telling me here is, look, Frank Gore is about 45 years oh, old. Oh, he's not that he's, old. No, I think he's younger than that. That guy's been in the league for a century, dude. Uh, but no, but dude, look at this. off. I mean, come on, look at this. Frank Gore Jr. can play quarterback. Frank Gore could carry the ball anytime you needed it. It didn't matter what decade it was, oh, yeah. 80s, 90s, 20s, whatever. But this guy, Frank Gore Jr., uh, I think college football's in trouble if, uh, if if Southern Miss has got a weapon like that. Yep. They don't even need the quarterbacks. You just hey, put yo. the ball at any any guy named Gore. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't want to be in front of. Hey, hey, he accounted for three touchdowns. He ran one in. He was four of eight for seventy-five yards and two TDs, even though he had an interception. But yo, he he, he still he accounted where, for where three was, touchdowns was, by himself. Was this in Hattiesburger or was this in uh, uh, Rustoni? 
Well, right. I don't remember. I don't. I, I, I just saw. I just saw that. I just looked into it. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to which uh, stadium they were in. I don't. It, it looked all right. It looked like a decent stadium. It might have been. Might have been in uh, uh, Southern Mississippi. But I found that incredibly uh, 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 beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you gotta look at the other side of it. I mean, you're a family member, a grandma with the you know, the blue curl head, you know, and you you gotta have eight people to assist you into like a van. And you're going to go see your kid play or your grandkid or great grandkid or whatever. It just, and then you're like, oh, there's no quarterbacks. And you're like, a, a, what's Louisiana Tech's Bulldogs, I think? Uh, do you a Bulldog fan? And you're like, this is a gimme. That's why we're going to be bring Granny to the game because there's no quarterback on the other side. And then the grandma has a heart attack. Um, and then there's a big family fight. And the few, the family doesn't talk to each other. Because whose whose decision was it to bring her to the game, you know? And uh, hey, yo, Grant, Grant's gonna be sad sometimes. It's just what's gonna happen, you know. Grant's gonna be sad, you know. You know, you, you I mean, I I don't. You know, I've heard that sometimes your grandkids disappoint you, and, and that's that's what happens. But, yeah, yeah, you know, but, that, but that's but, that's what great uh, great grandpappy uh, 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 Lungus he told me one time. He said, "Hey." One of you, one of you, uh, 20, 30, uh, grandkids, y'all, y'all are going to disappoint me. And, and that, that's what happens. And, you know, lots of grand, grandparents and uh, lots of great grandparents got, got, uh, uh, incredibly disappointed when, when they got beat by Frank Gore Jr. Well, I'll tell you one team that's, uh, going to be disappointed and we're going to talk about this more, but that's the Cincinnati Bearcats. They're not getting in the top four, uh, and they're going to be the most disappointed grandchildren you've ever seen. That's a cliffhanger. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking. I'm Ricardo Lungus with Tommy Crenshaw, Anthony North, TTFN.